welcome. Welcome to uh, Family First Life Sky Point, uh, Sky's the Limit call. Uh, today, I'll be your guest, uh, your host, actually. Uh, my name is Brandon Kitchens, Vice President, Senior Vice President, Family First Life Marathon. And today, our uh, special guest will be uh, Daniel Broadway, uh, Vice President of FFL Distinction. And um, this is a, a brother that I've uh, grown to, to to, to just love, man. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've connected, you know, here, um, recently probably about, well, about eight months ago or so. Yeah. And, something uh, like that. Yeah. And ever since that first day we met there in South Carolina, you know, we've been like kind of attached to the hip, you know, um, we've been working with each yeah. other, using each other as accountability partners, um, and all, and all that. So just very, um, excited, you know, to, to, speak with you today, man, and have you, you know, provide some, some great gems for, um, not only for the Skypoint agency, but the entire um, FFL family here, brother. Bro, it's an honor. I can't thank you enough, dude. Um, again, thank you to everybody at FFL Skypoint. Thank you, everybody at FFL Marathon. It's a huge honor. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you, man. And uh, so we, we're going to get right to it, brother. Um, you know, what, what I would like to kind of jump into first is, you know, kind of a little bit behind uh digging into your why man because from what i one of one of the biggest things that i see here at family first life is you know um new agents that get off the ground pretty quickly and and really get into the system and and start to um achieve uh immediate success um the biggest thing that i that i see that they all have in common is their why right mm -hmm. you know why they're why did they make the decision to 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 join family first life why did they make the decision to get into this vehicle when there's so many other vehicles out there that they could have gotten themselves into at this time in their career they chose this vehicle here family first life um and been able to really um take take their uh careers to the next level so for me and and, and i know because i've had talks with you man you, you mind sharing um you know with everyone you know your why you know what were you um what were you dealing with? What were you going through um, prior to fa um, choosing Family First Life? Because um, I believe that, you know, all of that is what really is the the foundation to to why you've been able to achieve the success that you that you've achieved so far. Yeah. Um, uh, first off, again, thank you guys. I appreciate it more than y'all know. Um, and for everybody who's listening, you guys have some absolutely phenomenal leaders on your teams here. Like, stay close to them, stay with them. I know. Just speaking for Brandon as well. Um, he's been a true leader just for me, true confidant as well, like super awesome guy. And sometimes you don't really know what you got until you're on the outside looking in with it. You got a phenomenal leader in him. So stay close to him. Appreciate it again. Um, but as far as like, whenever I got started with family first life, I was in a weird situation where I didn't really have a choice. Like I had a choice, but I didn't have a choice. You know what I mean? Um, whenever I would say whenever I found family first life, but the real thing is whenever family first life found me. Uh, I had just lost my job. I had just uh, um, <laughs> lost two different houses, 30,000 in cash and uh, my truck. I had literally lost everything. And uh, I was actually working over at a telecommunications company as a manager over uh, kind of like a district type thing over five different stores in uh, across two different States. And uh, it, it was pretty cool, you know, and I, all, all of it just kind of got taken away just like that. And uh, I ended up having to move back into my parents' basement, which I'm completely grateful for them, forever grateful for them for allowing me to kind of give me that second chance, you know. And I, I realized through all that, not many people get that reset button. Not many people get that do-over. And I got a rare opportunity to where I got to start completely over, start from scratch. 
And the last thing that I ever want to do is squander or waste that opportunity, you know? Um, right. Uh, my dad actually, my dad actually got started with family first life. He was actually looking at another company first, which most people would call like a practice company or something like that. But then through a mutual friend, he said, before you do that, before you sign anything, just talk to my buddy, just see what he says. Cause you're going to make a decision either way. This is the route you want to go. Just talk like, what's a 30, 45 minute conversation going to hurt. And I'm like, or he's like, okay, cool. So he had a conversation with the guy and um, you know, it sounded really great. Uh, the no contract thing, few different things that he really liked that were kind of like popping out to him with family first life. And he just said, you know, just the most profound statement, whenever we like take things down to make things like simple again, when we start talking about a recruiting mindset or a building mindset or whatever, he just, he broke things down. He said, well, this makes sense. This is like, this is kind of simple. It just makes sense. Like, okay, I'll try this first. And if it doesn't work, I'll try somewhere else. So started out with family first life. And I remember he was actually working at the same telecommunications company I was at. I was his manager before I left, which was kind of weird, right? It was so weird being your dad's manager, but it, it, it was a weird dynamic. But then I got to move back into the man's house. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> so weird. Imagine that, right? Like, yeah. You can't write a story better than that, but I lived it. And um, I remember one day he, while I was studying for my course, we thought it was a good idea. He had already got his license. I think he got licensed like a month before I did. Okay. And he was working part-time, right? And um, he was, you know, he was kind of doing his own thing and whatnot. I remember the day that he actually came back to the house after running an appointment after he got off of work. And he said he had helped more families in that one home equivalent to, um, you know, the amount of families he would have helped at his previous job, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. in yeah. one night. And wow. he did that. The minute that he did that, he said, okay, I'm done. Immediately after that, I stopped playing. I had my code for my test. I got licensed in four days, drove two hours away to Knoxville, rescheduled my test just so I can go ahead and take it because I, I didn't want to like wait for my test. Yeah. I started with my test and then here we go. Got in with Family First Life and the rest is kind of history. Man, and 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 what I what I like about it, like you said, then in four days, once you've made that decision in your head that hey, this is it, it was like yeah, right to it, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, not, not wasting that anymore. I mean, and 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 it seems like you know the agents that move that fast, you know, a lot of times have the the most success. I know, you know, for me, it was the same way when I left my my job. You know, before even passing the test, I was like, okay, I've already left the job. I got right. to pass, and I need to do it immediately. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. What I'm yeah. You ain't got a choice, bro. Yeah. Yeah. No choice. You know, uh, yeah. you know, wife and six kids looking at me like, hold up. What, what is he doing? You know, right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but now, nah, man, I, you know, I appreciate you sharing that because, again, you know, I mean, so you're, you know, you're, you're why, you know, you're coming from a place where you haven't been in, in, a, in, a, in a long time in your life. Right. Back in your parents home, living there no more, you know, out on your own. So it's like, hey, I need to do something that's going to really change, help me change the situation. Right. Um, and, and get on the, and get on the right path. So you, you made that decision you got going. So talk about. So last year you were Hall of Fame producer. OK. Right. Um, You're a Hall of Fame producer um, last year uh, for 2021. And and you did. I missed that. it by like I, I missed it by like. You it, missed it. it was, no, I missed it. Just barely, man. It made me so mad. Ah, it made I me so did. mad. I, no, dude, I barely missed it. But it's just because I didn't 
I didn't make the decision to do it. That's all. But okay. it, it's a different story this year. It's a different story. Right. And I like your answer. We just know uh, you yeah. didn't make the decision to do it. Right. That's it. That's all there was yeah. to it, man. I just didn't make the decision to. Yeah. Yeah. But getting that close it has you has you even hungrier, right? You know, to make Bro, sure that getting that close sucked worse than actually like missing it by a mile. You right. know, like just just getting so close to it, it sucked. It, as opposed to if I would have like missed it by so over much now it, now it just kind of ate at me so now it's like it's it's going to be more than happening this year like we might have to hit it twice i don't know it's, it's <laughs> twice in the same year i don't know just to make year, up for right? last year yeah hey, it's only 800 families you got to you got to protect you know to hit it twice right. in one year yes you know yeah but I, and and i and i know the feeling man you know um that's what it was i know the feeling because for me in 2020 you know, I wasn't even trying for Hall of Fame and I and I missed it. You know, I think had like 330 families in 2020. Yeah. I wasn't even trying for Hall of Fame. So the fact that I missed it by that that little, it was burning. It was burning in me to like, yeah. so I made the decision for 2021 that I am going to be a Hall of Famer, right? I, I made the decision. So I made sure I went and did it. Same thing you're going to do this year. So definitely I'm yep. not, not even sweating that at all. Um, no. I got to plug my computer up here real quick. Let's talk about, so you did it uh, over the, um, in the field. Last year was in the field. Yep. This year you're going to, you, you're going virtual, right? Yep. Um, yep. Every, everything I'm doing now is over the phone. Everything is over the phone virtual, right? Mm -hmm. So let's yeah. talk about that a little bit. Um, and let's talk about the difference in, in the process that you're using versus you know, versus some of the other processes that, that that we see out here. I know for, you know, like for me, you know, um, with my with my virtual sales, I'm doing like one call closes, right? I, I want to get them on the phone, you know, right then and there, and then and then move right into uh, trying to you know, get into the appointment right then and there. And then if I can't, then I'll book the appointment for a day from now, two days from now, based on when they're available. Um, and 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 I'm doing it right over the phone. You know, some agents are doing virtual over Zoom, booking the appointments out. I really think you know the system that that that, that you guys are currently running now. I know um, you know you, Mike Curry. Um, speaking with you, you, you've taken some of his stuff, some of my stuff, some of Jake Conan, kind of spit that into the Daniel Broadway system at this time. Um, and can you can you share 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 that with us? You know, you know what you're doing, and then we'll kind of jump into maybe going through it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like again, I got to give honor where honors due, right? Like you, thank you, um, Jake Conan, thank you, Mike Curry, thank you, Brody Poppy, thank you, all these guys. Like it's literally copy and paste. So you might as well just have little pieces of all these guys right here on this call right now because it, it's not me. It's just me listening to all of them. So like. I'm not doing anything different. I think you said it, man, it's a copy and paste business. I just copied to some of the things that I like, started doing them, started to see what worked and what didn't work. And, you know, for me anyway, and all of a sudden, this is kind of where we're at, you know? Um, so again, like, thank you guys for all the support and all the, all the help that you guys have given me. I wouldn't be here without it. Uh, again, Brandon, Brody, uh, Mike, and uh, Jake, you guys are freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, so I'll call them the same day. Like, I'll call them in the morning. Right. And um, as far as the type of leads go, I'll call anything and everything. It doesn't matter. Any type of leads in a CRM right now, any type of lead that comes in, they all work because they all want the coverage. They all ask for it. They all need help. So why would one work more than I mean, they all work. It is what it is. Right. So you just call them. 
uh, the only bad lead is the one that's not in your CRM, you know? So you just call them and, you know, you just book the appointment later on that evening. Like it's, it's just that simple. And I think my biggest problem with this was I started overthinking it and started overcomplicating it. I'm like, bro, this has got to be so much harder than what it actually, like there, there's no way it's this simple. Like I just, I, I, I invested in my business and invested in leads this morning and I'm going to be, you know, getting the results of serving a family within 72 hours. It doesn't make any sense or 48 hours sometimes. Like, how does that work? You know, and it's just, it's just crazy to think it's mind boggling to think about, you know, but you, I just call them in the morning um, and I'll just book the appointment for later on that evening, later on that afternoon. And then I just call them that same time. Like, Hey, I literally just spoke with you. This Daniel, you know, benefits office or Daniel mortgage protection office, Daniel senior benefit center, whatever it is, just called you. Uh, you got a pen and piece of paper handy. Yep. Cool. Boom. And we go right into the appointment right then and there. Right um, in there. It, yep. It's, it's pretty it, simple, dude. The, the thing that really intrigued me when we, when we spoke the other day, you're like, bro, you're like, bro, I literally buy leads in the morning and turn them into dollars in the evening. Right. Yeah. So you're yeah. getting the leads in the morning, you're helping the families in the evening Yep. turning your leads into dollars and then you just reinvest in that again the next day and the next yep. day and the next day right it, it's a machine dude it's a machine like the people that have set this system up for us you know like sean and all the different leaders that we've got like have literally built us the best system out there in our industry there's no other way to go out there and provide for your family while protecting other families at the same time i'm fully convinced of it now and with the opportunity of being able to do everything virtual with the with the opportunity of doing everything over the phones you have no limits to where your reach is. Like people used to say, bro, my area is this, my area is that. No, as long as you got a license, you got an area. Like, yeah. like Zach, for example, like what Zach Moreno, he, he helped 40 some odd families in one day and he ended up calling from like Hawaii to Carolinas or something like that. You know, like yeah. there, there's no reason why somebody can't be successful at this. Like, it, 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 and again, it just, what I found was that Mike even told me this too. He broke this down. Mike Curry, he broke this down for me. He's like, look, it's just a numbers game, right? How do you survive in this business whenever you run appointments in the field? Well, you have like he who has the most appointments wins, right? At the end of the yeah. day. Well, why is it any different with the phones? He who has the most appointments on the phones wins. And he even looked at it. Like we looked at everything. If you're booking like eight appointments a day, right? you end up getting the ability to run. I think it's like close to 40, 46 appointments in a week or something like that, yes. as opposed to running like an additional 30. So like just from, bro, I'm, I'm originally from Saturday days in Tennessee. I cannot count to 20 less somewhere in sandals, but where do you think you're going to be able to help more people out of 40 some odd appointments or 30 appointments? Like 45. I mean, it's, it, it's simple whenever you think about it, but people like to overcomplicate it. Like, yo, what, you know, you don't have that in-home connection. You don't have this, that, and the other. Yes, you do. They want help. You're there to help them. Like you even said this too, like you've got somebody for your like health coverage or for your um, uh, like home warranty coverage or something like that. And yep. you've never even seen the dude's face, nope. but you still trust him enough to have that protection. Why? But you, you, but it, it, you know, you wanted it. Yeah, I needed the protection. You needed the protection. That's all it was. So your need for the protection ends up outweighing your, you know, it's it, it's just extremely simple whenever you start thinking about, like, why would this coverage be any different? 
you know, you get in a car wreck and you speak with somebody over the phone versus if a family member, or if you get sick and you can't work anymore, why is that any different? You need somebody else to come out there and talk to you. I'm like, no, it's the same thing, the same thing. And, and Mike Curry even told me this too. He said, people want the information the same way that they requested it. Right. Yeah. So you start thinking about this, right? Like if somebody put an inquiry online more often than not, how are they going to end up wanting the response from that inquiry? Online. They want, do they want somebody to come out there? And t- I mean, it, sometimes they do. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, they don't want nobody physically. They just want it, like, virtually. Yeah. So why not appease it? Why not make it, like, why would you, I started thinking about why make it weird and say, yeah, I've got to come out there to your house, look you eyeball to eyeball, make sure that you're all right to run this application to see if we're going to get you approved. Hey, man, I'm going to ask you some health questions. You be honest with me. I'll be honest with you. They're going to find out anyway. I'll send you this email real quick. I'm going to send you this text message real quick. Just answer me honestly. We'll figure it out. We'll just kind of go from there. You cool with that? Yeah. How long is it going to take? 15, 20 minutes? Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that. I just got off of work. My house is a mess. Kids are ready, but I got 20 minutes to make sure I'm protected. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Man, wow. And and, and it it just makes sense. And you just said the keyword, like, why? If it goes back to if we don't make it weird, they won't make it weird. Right. That's it, dude. At the at the end of the day, man. I mean, thank you for for dropping that. So let's 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 do this. If you don't um, if you don't mind, you know, let's jump into let's jump into a, a call, um, okay. and kind of kind of see how 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 your flow goes. If, if you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So start off from like booking the appointment to what the appointment looks like afterwards. Yeah, or what the you, actual appointment looks like. Okay. Yeah, let's book it, and then we'll jump right into the appointment. All right. So if I'm calling you. Um, well, let's just say it's like a T2 final expense lead or something like that, if I'm calling you. All right, uh, ring, ring. Hello? Hello, Brandon? Yeah, this is me, who this? Hey, Brandon's Daniel, over here at the uh, Senior Benefit Center out here in Richland County. Uh, I just got this form that uh, looks like you'd filled out and sent back into us requesting the, the state regulated final expense, all that you know, life insurance information, all that good stuff. Uh, just came across my desk, dude. I'm actually about to go into another meeting. I can't go into it now. I uh, just want to make sure what time you get off of work so I can give you a call about this later on tonight. It takes like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, was, that, was that for the like burial and cremation stuff? Mm-hmm. Yep. And basically what we do is just ask you some questions. goes about 10, 15 minutes. Don't take long at all. Uh, like I said, I'm about to hop into another meeting or else I would do it now. Just want to make sure uh, what time you'd be, uh, you'd be available later on this evening so I can give you a shout. Uh, I mean, I'm usually usually available like after four, after four p.m. After four, okay. So I've actually got a four forty-five. You and the missus, y'all gonna be home, so I can give you guys a call about this. Yeah, I mean, actually, it'd just be just me. If if, if just just me. you. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a widower. Got it. Okay, so four forty-five. I'm gonna give you a shout. You go ahead and put me in your calendar. I'm gonna be calling you from this number again. My name's Daniel, and I look forward to helping you out, Brandon. Okay. All right. Talk to you. Talk to you then. You just gonna call me, right? I'm just going to give you a call, man, around 445. Okay. All right. That's your work. All right. I'll see you, man. All right. Click. So that was it. Like, that's that's literally all there is to it. My main goal is just to clear the schedule for later on that evening. I always ask the question, are you, like, what time do you typically get off of work? Because then they'll end up telling me, oh, well, I don't work. I'm like, okay, cool. So if I give you a call around 315, 4 o'clock, you'll be available to take my phone call. They're like, yep. I'm like, okay, cool. Booking for 315, 4 o'clock. Have them put it in their schedule. Uh, if they tell me they are working, then I'll just say, okay, what time you get off work? 5.36. Okay, cool. I've got a 6.15, a 6.45. What works best for you? And they tell me. I'm like, great. 
Boom. And then put them in my calendar, get ready to call them later on that evening. So just keeping it real simple. I mean, how hard is it to fill out a card and ask for help? Pretty simple. Pretty simple. How hard is it to get them that how hard is it to get them that information? Pretty simple, really, with all the tools and the information that we got right now, all the tools at our disposal. It's it's actually pretty simple to help out a multitude of families really quickly, especially when you can do it over the phone. So again, if you don't make it complicated, you don't make it weird, they don't make it weird. If you seem like it's a normal thing, like think about it. how many people like actively invite strangers into their home. I mean, not not many, you know. Um, right. Not right. So, but we as a culture made it seem like it was a normal thing. So in turn, it became a normal thing because we like we just pitched it as a normal thing. If it's normal to you, it's normal to them. So if it's yeah. normal to you to call them over the phone and help them out, it's going to be normal to them to call them over the phone. And like they want the information. Why wouldn't you give it to them through the path of least resistance? Right. Like just say, hey, they wanted it over the phone. Okay, cool. Let's talk about it. You got 10, 15 minutes. Cool. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, does that kind of make sense? Does that help out? It makes all the sense in the world. You know, <laughs> it makes it makes all the sense in the world. And, and like I, when I started doing it, my, my biggest thing was, again, I was thinking about people like myself, millennials and, you know, and, and you know, younger, younger generations than, than my generation. Um, you know, we're home a lot, you know, but we rarely yeah. want anybody at our house. Like rarely do we want anybody. No. I don't even want my friends at the house. Too funny, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know, like we'll meet y'all. We'll meet y'all somewhere. I don't even want my friends yep. at the house. Yeah, but they. I mean, we still need help too. Like, yeah. Whether whether it be mortgage protection, final expense, like Georgia's internet life inquiries, like they need help. They all asked for it. How do we know they need help? Because they literally asked for it. They clicked on a button. They asked for the help. We're just there to try to facilitate. Right. Yes, sir. And I mean, the biggest, the biggest turnoff that I found that somebody else would end up having for, you know, you not being able to help them is they either don't like you or they didn't like the way that you did it. You can, you can't change the first one. You can change the second one. You cannot change the first one. You can change the second one. You can change how you deliver the information. Right. So I think Sean may have said this too. He said like, look, I'm not going to beg anybody to purchase life insurance. I'm going to tell them how much they need it because they already know they need it. And I'm going to facilitate them along the way, but I'm not going to beg them to do it. They already know that they need to do it. It's just there to try to help them, you know. Yeah, yeah. That makes it makes all the sense. I mean, because I, I tell I tell all my clients, hey, I'm just I'm just here to help you, you know, get your family protected. Like my family yeah. is good, right? If something happens right. to me, like like physically, they're gonna miss me, but financially, yep. they're gonna be okay, you know. So I'm just trying. I'm just here to try to help make sure that that's the same for you and your family at this time, right? So why don't we act that way? Like yeah. if we put ourselves in that high of priority. Why don't we act that way? Yo, I would love to come out there and sit with you and talk to you eyeball to eyeball, but I got about 30 different clients all across the U.S. that need my help too. What's going to be simpler for you? Me coming out and make a special house call for you if you iffy about this thing, or we just go ahead and knock it out over the phone. Are you cool? Okay, let's go ahead and knock it out. Boom. Done. I'm going to send you this text message real quick. Can you get text on your phone? Awesome. You prefer an email? Whatever you want. I got you. Boom. Done. Man. Hey, just that simple. Man. All right. So now we got the appointment book, right? Now, uh, was that four forty-five comes up, right? Yep. And then now it's time to time to call for the appointment. So, what does that look like? Yeah. So typically, like I know this sounds weird, but typically I'll call a little bit late. I hardly ever call on time. I found that people like doing business with people that are busy, right? Yep. People that are in high demand. People always like doing doing business with people that are in high demand. I called them busy, so I'm going to call them again busy. Like, hey, I booked off this time for you, but I just finished up my last family. 
So if I'm calling you again, like ring, ring. Hello? Hello, Brandon? Hey, yeah, this is him. Hey, Brandon, this is Daniel again, Senior Benefits Office. Dude, I am so sorry. I called you about two minutes late. I just finished up with my last family. Um, actually got to be able to help them. But you got that pen and piece of paper handy that we talked about earlier? I do. Perfect, perfect. I catch you at a good time? Yeah, yeah. I was actually, I was waiting. I was, I was waiting for the call. Awesome, awesome. Again, thank you for your grace and that. I appreciate it more than you know. So, Brandon, just real quick, I'll just go right into it. I cannot guarantee that I can do anything for you this evening. I can't. Um, basically, my job is just to help shoot it to you straight. I'm just going to talk to you like you're one of my family members. I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. It's my job to give you the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, one thing I'll promise you is that I won't lie to you. I'll tell you the truth straight up. And number two, if I can't help you, I can't help you. Does that sound fair enough? Sounds fair. Cool. Okay. So what I'm going to do, man, is I'm just going to ask you some questions. And uh, we'll just kind of roll right into this thing. But the first one I, I want to ask you specifically is I need to know from you, what is it that you want this policy to do for you? Do you want it to like build cash value? Do you want it to like pay off something specific? Do you want it to leave a legacy for your family? What, what is it that you want this thing to do for you? And then I shut up. Well, I know for me, uh, just, just looking for something, you know, my wife passed away, you know, last year um, mm. and and we, we had a little small policy on, on, on her. Um, it, you know, it wasn't enough to take care of everything, but, but, mm. it, but it, at least, it at least helped, you know, for majority of what we needed. Um, and, and I know, you know, it was kind of tough, you know, on me and the kids, you know, coming up with the additional, you know, to make sure that she was laid to rest properly. And, um, you know, just looking, just looking at what I currently have, because um, we both had got those plans at the same time and knowing like what she went through, I just want to make sure that that's not the case for my kids, you know, at this time. And if there's any, any way possible, I could leave them, leave a little part and give for my grand, my grandkids, you know, that, that, that's what I was looking for. Got it. So main priority is just to make sure that I'm assuming you tell me if I'm wrong. I just, I just want to understand you here. Your main job is to make sure that you are covering your kids so that you guys don't have to pay for you like you did for your, for your wife. Correct. Yes, sir. Got it. Okay. So I'm going to try my best to help you out with that. We're going to find something works best for your budget, your situation, and we're going to kind of go from there. Okay. Um, the phone that I called you on, does it receive text messages or do you prefer emails? Uh, I, I get text messages. You get text messages. Okay. If we've got to go to an email, do you have an email handy close by? Uh, I do. Um, my emails like come to my phone. My daughter set it up. So I've got emails coming to my phone. Perfect. All right. Great. So we may need both of those. I just want to make sure you got those ready before I go into this. Um, while I'm doing this, I'm actually pulling up the AmeriCo app now. Um, so Brandon, I'll just ask you these quick questions, man. Any heart attack, stroke, cancer, diabetes on you in the past four years? Uh, no, sir. Okay. Any type of lung issues, liver issues, kidney issues, anything like that? Uh, no, nothing other than just some asthma that I've had since I was a kid. You know, I have a butyrol okay. pump that I haven't used in probably 15, 20 years, but, you know, still have it as needed. Okay, so it's not chronic, right? No, it's just, cool. just I have, most time, like when I cut grass in the summertime and, you know, that kind of messes with my, my allergies and stuff like that. Cool. Okay. So I think this is going to be the best idea for you, man. I'm going to go ahead and send you that email if you said that's pretty easy to do for you. I'm going to type in a little bit of information from you. And uh, I'm going to fill in as much as I can from this card here, but I'm just going to ask you a little bit of it. And I'm going to send you over this email and uh, it's going to have a little authorization code in it. 
Uh, inside that authorization code, what it basically does is give the company permission to take a look at your prescription history, medical background, just see if you'd be a valid candidate for the coverage that we're looking with. And it's going to kind of tell me which option we need to roll with for you. Sound okay? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, Perfect. That's, that's, that sounds right. All right. Typed in your information. Um, let's see. How long you lived at that address, Brandon? 123 Cherry Street. How long you lived there? Uh, been here about 13 years. 13 years? Cool. All right. Then we small talk, just kind of talk with them a little bit. All right, Brandon, I just sent that uh, that email over to you. Um, that bkitchens123 at gmail.com, that's you? Uh, yes, sir. That's, that's the correct. Perfect. Okay. So I just sent that email over to you. It's going to be from a company called America. It's like America, but with an O. Okay. okay. You're going to see that in your email. It's going to have a little bit, it's going to have an authorization code inside it. Again, what this does gives the company permission to take a look at your prescription history, medical background, just to find out what coverage is going to be best for you. See if you'd be a valid candidate for the coverage. Okay. Once okay. you get that off code, go ahead and read it back to me real quick. All right. It looks like I got it here and it's asking for like my social, last for my social. Yep. Okay. And yeah, so you have like a six digit code here. Um, That's it, man. Six, three, two. Four four nine, six three two four four nine. Yes, sir. All right, congratulations. You've been verified, boss. There we go. So that's pretty much the first step, dude. Like I'll I'll run through the whole first half of the application just to see if Americo is a solid option for them. I, I like leading with Americo. I like trying to help families out through that route. Um, and then Americo typically tells me if you know we need to continue with that route, asking them some health questions, then kind of going from there. Okay. And then like, I'll, I'll start collecting all the information that I need for them. Um, and then once I found out that they could be, uh, you know, potentially approved for the policy, then I start going back and saying, well, all right, Mr. Brand, it looks like that, uh, you know, to be able to do what you want to do and look like what you want to look at first and foremost, um, I'm assuming you probably need about 15, 20,000, just take care of all the things you want to take care of. Right. Yeah. That, that's, that sounds about right. I already have like, um, I already have 5,000 now. That's what me and my wife had um, together. Okay. Um, so yeah, about another 15 or 20, you know, um, just, just to be on the safe side. Perfect. And then you want to leave a little extra behind for, for your family, right? Yeah. The grandkids, you know, anything I could, you know, you know possibly do for them. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you the most the company would actually approve you for just to see what that looks like for you. And you tell me how we need to adjust it up or down. doesn't matter to me. It's your budget. It's your family. I'm just here to facilitate. Okay. Okay. So uh, max coverage looks like be about 30,000 um, in the event that, you know, pass away from an accident or what have you, that's going double to 60. It's pretty awesome. Um, you know, and then there's this other cool thing too. It's called a common carrier. You know, if you're on like any type of fare or anything like that, not a lot of people pay attention to it, but actually if you end up passing away from like a plane, train, automobile, or anything you end up paying a fare on, whether you disappear with the Titanic or, uh, or disappear with Amelia Earhart or go down with the Titanic, you're going to get 90,000 for your family. It's going to be a pretty okay. awesome little deal. Okay. Um, okay. If, if we get you approved for this, you're looking at about 236.48. You tell me how that works for you, boss. We need to go up, down, leave it right there. You tell me what works. 236.48. Mm -hmm. I, I was actually trying to, Based on, you know, just what, what I, you know, because I kind of looked at some, some rates, you know, kind of before. And, and, and so I think you know, I was really trying to stay around, around about 150, 160 a month sure. at, at this time based on, my, based on my current budget. Okay. That's what we need to work with for you? Yeah, if we, if we can. I mean, that, that would definitely, okay. you know, 
make it affordable, you know, for me at this time. All right. So around 155, that's going to put you right at about that 15, $17,000 mark that you want to stay within. Is that what you want to go with? Yeah, yeah, that that that, that doesn't sound. I mean, that's like right. I, I knew, like I said, between fifteen and twenty, I knew it was gonna be somewhere somewhere up in there. Um, yep. And I mean, is this something where because they said they can go to thirty thousand? Is it something where mm-hmm. like once you get this, that's it, or can it come back later if like if for what some reason things change? Yeah, no, that's a cool thing with this. You can edit this policy however you want to, man. You just let me know how you want to do it. We'll work it from there. If you want to increase it later, that's completely okay. No problem at all. Okay. Okay. And then when I have to like go back online and, 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 and do like another request, like I did before. Cool thing is all you gotta do is give me a shout. You're going to have my direct line. You're basically going to be tied with me, brother. So the cool thing is, um, you know, I tell all my clients, uh, they got good news and they got bad news whenever they finally get their policy set up. The good news is, is that, uh, you know, they got approved. The bad news is they stuck with me for the rest of their life. So Oh, Hopefully okay. I can give you that bad news by the end of this. So you just give me a call anytime you need help. Okay, man, that's, 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 what, that's, that's exactly what I like to hear, you know? All right. Yeah. I think, I think I'll, I'll be, you know, cool with, with something like that right now. Cool. All right. And then we go straight to the banking information and find out if they get approved or not. As soon as we submit the app. Just right there through it. And then, you know, in the way you move through it, I mean, it's kind of feels like, you know, you didn't leave out a whole lot. So, what what does that what does that full appointment look like from start to finish time wise you know for you, dude? It's weird. Like the longest appointment that I've ran so far so far has been thirty nine minutes. Wow. From like start to finish, and you know we're just asking them for help. And I think the only reason why it was thirty nine minutes was because um, you know I had to pivot a little bit from one company to another. But I mean they wanted the coverage, they got approved, and I'm like, okay, cool. Here you go. Mm, that's nice. That's real nice. Um, one other question: your your start, how you how you start the appointment, very very different from how on how a lot a lot of other agents start their appointment. You know, a lot of times we like to kind of throw up all over them in the beginning about what yeah. you know what we can do and all of this and all of that. But I find it you know very different on how you start your appointment. Can you can you um, give the reasoning behind that? You know where did that come from? You know because you're like you're like hey I can't promise you nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right out the gate. So I I knew going into this, and this is probably me like overthinking a little bit. I don't know. You tell me, but I knew from the jump going into phones would be a little more nerve wracking for me because they couldn't they could basically ask me to leave a lot easier by just hanging up the phone. I had to let that client know that they were in full control, just like they're in full control whenever they put in the request asking for help online. I had to let them know this is their show and I was just going to be providing guardrails. That's it. So people I've found, they don't like to be sold. They like to buy, right? Like we talked about this a little bit. So like if you were to go in and purchase a new couch, right? I stole this example from Mike Curry. Again, copy and paste business. All that credit goes to him. But if you were to go into, um, if, if you were to go into the like furniture store and buy a couch, um when's the last time they started asking you about your financial information that that was what i was going to ask because you didn't talk about budget either so yeah so dig into that no they they don't they don't it's just just... it it, it's weird whenever you start like whenever you're going to buy a tv like does the dude at best buy talk to you about what you make in a month no like not like it's weird right like when you go, well, I think it was something you just bought. You went to go buy a mattress or something like that, right? Like, 
they're not talking to you about your budget. They're not talking about what you can afford. They're just talking about what you want. Because at right. the end of the day, they want this. And you have to almost, well, you really do. Like the only reason why you wouldn't be able to be successful at this is if you didn't sell yourself on the idea that they want it. They already know they want it. You're just making it weird by thinking they don't want it. That's the weird part. You got to get out of your own way and just let them take control. Like they know what they want. You just got to figure yeah. it out. Like if yeah. that makes it like figure out what's going to be the best budget for them, not figure out the product, just, just go hands off. So by me saying from the jump, hey, I can't do anything for you today. This puts full pressure or really the full responsibility of what we're about to do on you. So like, if it don't go bad, it's on you. Or if it, if it goes good, it's on you. If it goes bad, it's on you. I'm just here to facilitate. And I'll make that very clear from the job. Hey, I'm just the agent. I'm just trying to help you out. Whatever that looks like for you is going to be cool. You ask for information. I'm just trying to give it to you. So I just basically take their options. Like, Hey, what does this look like? I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, if you go for this amount of coverage, this is probably what it's going to look like. You want to try to see if yeah. we can start with that? Sure. No? Okay, cool. Do I need to adjust it? You tell me. It's your coverage. My family's cool. This is up to you. Yeah. This is like whenever you put the ball in the client's court, like they, they're making all the decisions. Like I found that policies are stickier. There's no pressure with it. You're playing by their rules. And they like it. They Just like kind it. of what I found. Yeah, because yeah. if like, again, nobody likes to be sold. Everybody likes to buy. So if I give them the opportunity to buy, why wouldn't you? Yeah. It's, it's just, it, it's weird, right? If they wouldn't buy it, they asked for it. Why wouldn't they buy it? Oh, I was just, you know, trying to see what it looked like. First off, they just wanted to try to see what it looked like. They wouldn't get back on the phone with you when you scheduled the appointment. Correct. Like if, if it was not a priority to them, they wouldn't have scheduled out the time to actually be back with you on the phone. Correct. That's, that's, that's how I'm thinking about it. And then, you know, a lot of people are talking about that dreaded C word that we don't talk about. Right. I found yeah. that, you know, when somebody buys something, you know, everybody has a little bit of like what's what they call buyer's remorse or whatever. But whenever you're talking about something, you know, you need to do to protect your own family and it's your choice to do it. It's going to look a little bit weird if you're like, hey, you know what? I need to return this thing. and do, I, need, yeah. I need to do this. It's just it, 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 it fits different. It looks different. So by taking full control, like out of my hands and just providing guardrails and guidelines, the client, I give them the opportunity to navigate the entire decision themselves. So they don't feel pressured. They don't feel like they absolutely have to make a decision. I'm just there to facilitate. And yeah. the, the way that I put myself up here, like they, I've got myself enough appointments to where I'm not worried about if they make a decision or not. I think that's translated over the phone. If I'm trying to push you into doing something, they can feel it over the phone and they'll just hang up. And, you know, then you're not doing right by the client because they're not getting taken care of anyway. Whereas yeah. if you just say, hey, look, this is on you. I'm just here to try to help. And you just kind of like, hey, I can't guarantee I can do anything for you, but I'm going to try. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to talk to you like you're my cousin Ed, okay? Just is what it is. You cool with that? Cool. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then we just kind of go from there. At that point, I have their permission to, you know, tell them what's up. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because, I mean, what it does, it reduces the sales pressure, right? You know, yeah. and, and, and that's what it's about, you know, re reducing that, reducing that sales pressure, you know, um, you know, at the beginning of the conversation. Um, and the other thing, like you said, people, when people want something, they get it right. Um, you know, people all the time, they go by, they go, not all the time, but most, some people, they'll go buy that, that, that 500 Mercedes Benz, right. That's, that's a hundred plus thousand when they could have went and gotten that same, they could have went and got a Kia for like 35,000 to do the same thing yeah. as that Mercedes 
Benz. It gets them from point A to point yeah. B, right? And but yep. they wanted the Mercedes, so they yep. bought the Mercedes, right? They bought and, the Mercedes because they wanted it. And and check this out too, like every everybody's run in home appointments, right? Like I remember you were you were running in home appointments, right? How many times did you straight up pull up to that trailer that had like twenty different cars in the background with like ten different like house parts that you know they didn't need and like three different sets of tires with two different sets of lifts on four different trucks that did not run and like you know, like all this stuff that they didn't then once you walk into the house you find out that it's a storage compartment right or a storage container full of stuff that is not necessary to live right yeah like necessities aren't there so the majority of the people that that are asking like they don't need budgetary advice. I mean, they do need budgetary advice, but they're not looking for you for that. No. They want what they want and they're going to buy it. So yep. why not let them? They know what they, they asked for it. I never have to feel upset about it, calling somebody a couple different times to ask, like to put something in their hands that they asked for. That's weird. Yeah. That's right. Weird. So yeah. like if I'm just facilitating, if I take myself out of the situation and say, Hey, I'm not selling anybody on anything. I'm just facilitating and telling you what you can and can't get. There's so much less pressure, so much less yeah. pressure for the clients, so much less pressure for me. Cause I find that it's like, it's not awkward at that point. It's just straight up like, okay, so you said you wanted this. Cool. This is how we go get it. I'm going to ask you some questions. You have to qualify for this. I'm going to make this as simple as possible. You cool with that? Yes. Awesome. Let's go. Now I'm walking with you on it instead of sitting across from you on it. I'm not against you. I'm working with you. I'm navigating this whole process with you. I, I literally will go from a salesperson to a confidant at that point. I'm like, hey, let's figure out how to do this thing together. The only difference between you and me is you want it. I got the license. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Man, I mean, that's that's so deep, man, because you got you even got me thinking real quick. And we're going to get off um, here in a moment. But you got, you got me thinking about like times. I remember when I was when I was in high school and I would be working. I was working at Burger King. My check would be like two hundred and something dollars a week, you know what I'm saying, at, at Burger King. But soon as those yep. new, soon as those new Kobe's came out, I didn't care if they were two hundred fifty dollars. I went and got those new Kobe's. And but I'm thinking like right now, what if I would have walked into into Foot Locker, and and the and the guy and I said I want the new Kobe's, and if he started asking me about my budget, right? If he started asking me, well, can you really afford it's these? It's a turnoff. Probably would have changed my mind on buying them. Right. Versus yeah. I went and got them because I wanted them. And he said, oh, yeah, let me go get them for you. What size you need? Try them on. You like them? Let's get them paid for it. Right. right. You know, and then I then I leave and I'm like, man, I maybe ooh, it's going to be tight for the next week. You're right. It's going to be good. Be looking good. But you got what you got. Right. So I, I'll tell you this, like this is the weird part. Like people say that doing things over the phone is not as emotional. I, I think you just haven't looked at deeper, like looked on the deeper side of what we actually do. Right. Because they already know they need it. It's definitely emotional impulse purchase that they get, but they know, they know it's something that they need, right? So just like what you said with the sneakers, more or less, it is an emotional purchase. You yeah. bought them because you knew you wanted them. You're like, bro, those them Kobe's are nice. By the way, the new ones just dropped too. I think I'm going to try to snag oh. those. But I'm like, yo, I got, but like because of the way it makes you feel, you want this coverage because of the way it's going to make you feel, right? Who am I to give you a financial reason as to why you can't afford this and why you really can't afford anything else that you're in and making you feel bad about the current situation that you're at, as opposed yeah. to me saying, hey, okay, this is what you want. This is what's going to look like. You tell me if I need to go up or down. You know you budget better than anybody. Like yeah. the Foot Locker dude knew fully what he had in his hand. He knew 
the sneakers that he had in his hand, right? Yeah. He knew what they were worth. Why don't we treat this coverage the same way? We know what value it holds to the families that are asking for help with it. Why don't we treat it the same way? Wow. Like the same value that's there is for the client. Like they know they need it and you have something that they want. You've got the ability to facilitate and it's something that's so powerful that can actually help somebody pro uh, provide that sense of protection for their family. And they know they want to get it. Why stand in the way? Why make it weird? Right. Just like, hey, yeah. if you want it, this is what it is. This is what it is. Oh, man, that's, that's deep. All right, I want to get a, get to a couple of these questions here um, real quick, brother. Yeah, so Jay, Jay, you know, first, you just said amazing. You know, she's, she's definitely getting great value out of out of this call. Um, and thank oh, you as well. Thank you. But she wants to know, how do you go into asking for the sensitive information, like the Social Security number, account and router number and stuff like that? You just ask it. I don't want that to sound super simple, but you just ask it. It's like a normal thing. Like, yo, Brandon, what's your social? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero. Okay, cool. Got it. All right. If it's a normal thing, like if you, a lot of it's tonality too. Like if you don't care, they don't care, right? Like, yeah. this is what it, Brandon, what's your address? One, two, three, Cherry Street. Cool. What's your phone number? Eight, six, five, four, three, two, nine, eight, seven, two. Cool. All right. What's your social? Yeah. It's weird if you don't give it to me at that point. Yeah, it is. I just ask, I just ask them like, I, I, and then I've even had somebody say, you know, it's, it's weird that, um, it, it's, it, it's weird if somebody will give you their social, but then they won't give you your bank information. Like, I'm like, like, I've already, you already gave me your social, like, uh, you know what, just to make you feel better, check this out. I'm going to send you my website. What it's got is all my credentials on it. It's got my NPN number. Um, it's got my address, my personal cell, my email. I'm going to send that right over to you. The only thing that I ask is that before you show up to my house, just call me first. I'll get the grill going. Like just, you know, before you show up, just, just let me know. And I'm just like, you know, I've, I've actually had one client over here in South Carolina show up at my door just saying, hey, I just want to say thank you. See if he's a real person. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but I'm just like, yo, the only and I'll just tell him that the only thing I ask that you call me before you come over. So I can dress the house up, make it look a little nice and then we'll, we'll go from there. I don't care. Just come on. Yeah. And they're, they're like, OK, well, makes me feel better. All right, cool. Here's this. Da, 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 da. And it just it's only weird if you make it weird. Correct. And I know one, one thing that I that I do just Jade, um, and I'm sure you, you know, she's on my on my Zooms all the time. What I do, I, I just always say they, they need your social. They, it's not me. They need your social, right? I'm, I'm in their uh, secure portal. You know, if we're filling yep. this out, they need your social. They need your banking, right? They need it. Yep. The insurance, not me. I, I don't need it. They need yep. it, right? And, and they're like, oh, okay. Okay, but yeah, yeah. you know, so that's good. Not, I like that. Just not, yeah, just not making it weird, right? Man, appreciate that. Yeah. And then last one here, uh, Landon, he want to know how do you pivot to those who say you know they're busy for the same evening? You know, how do you and then and also then how do you handle the no shows? Um, it, if they say they're busy, they're busy. I'll just either call them tomorrow or schedule them tomorrow, and I'll send them a text. Like it's no big deal. It's no skin off my bones. I'm not traveling anywhere to go meet them. I'm not traveling anywhere to like go do this, that, and the other. And the cool thing is that they're not taking the spot of me going out and helping another family, you know? So like, if I get no-showed, what's stopping me from doing more? If we want to call it this money-making activity or protecting it, like what's stopping me from doing that? If I have a no-show, I'm immediately going to call a list of people that I'm recruiting to help them like get to this next level and help them like see the light of family first life, right? 
or I'm going to end up doing some one call closes, hop on with BK and say, Hey dude, what's going on? Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? I got a whole hour to kill. Let me see if I can knock something out real quick and then just replace it. So, um, no shows, they don't, no shows in the field used to give me like anxiety, bro. Yeah. They used to give me so much, like, I think I needed a counseling class for no shows. I kid you not. Like I needed to go to therapy for no shows. Cause it was bugging me. I was like wasting time, wasting gas. Like I was thinking about the wrong things, but whenever you're doing things over the phone, it's simple. Yeah. It's like, okay, they did not want the coverage bad enough to meet with me at that time. If I would have got them into a situation to where they ended up either feeling guilty about purchasing coverage or ended up, you know, strong arming them into person coverage or whatever, it's the same thing as begging somebody purchasing like purchase insurance for their own benefit. And what's going to happen when I leave anyway, they're going to call up the company and cancel. They're going to like me because of my smile or they're going to cancel just to get me out the door, buy it just to get me out the door. Then they're going to call back and cancel. So I look at that as that's okay. That's somebody that's not ready yet. Am I going to completely get rid of them in my pipeline? No. Am I going to put them back on a follow-up chain? Yes. Because the majority of this is timing and then all you got to do is be there for the right place at the right time. That's it. It's like it's all it's all timing like and so why would i want to drive back out there and like try to meet with them face to face when the timing isn't right whereas i can just call them up and the thing that really like did it for me was i was actually heading out to a mortgage protection appointment and this this uh this inquiry had just come in and i was going out to run this appointment like i had already set the appointment with them for the next day by the time I got to the house, I walked in through the front door. They showed me a policy number from America. And they're like, yeah, some dude called me over the phone yesterday and knocked it out. I thought they told you. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I drove three hours one way to meet you at your doorstep for you to tell me it's already been taken care of? Yeah. All right. All right. I need to, like, something's up. This is a whole different level that I need to, I just need to get better. So, like, instead of being the guy that got, you know, beat out by the phone, why not be the guy on the phone serving more people? And yeah. I know there was a, there was a call or there was a question on here earlier talking about local versus statewide. Like there is no reach limit whenever you're on the phone. Like you can call people from California all the way out to the Carolinas. Like, um, you know, like I was calling people in Tennessee, Ohio, and Florida all on the same day. Mm-hmm. I mean, different time zones, you know? So all right. Now, nah, and I said, Mish, yeah, so um, so, Dan, so Daniel, no, he doesn't do the one call close. Um, he's going for booking the appointment for the, you know, for the evening. He's, he's dialing from 7.30 p.m. to about noon, and he's booking appointments that start at 1 p.m. to about 8, 9 p.m., right? Yep. Yep. And, and 9 if, or 10, and, depending on the time zone, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and if they can't do it, you know, that day, then he'll book for another day but but mm-hmm. not the one call close right yeah man, man hey brother i just appreciate you you know just coming on you know dropping these nuggets um because i know when you and i spoke about it about two weeks ago um and you went and you you enlightened me on what you were doing you know it, it got me going and i think you know you and I, I reached out to you like the next day i had i i was calling and booking appointments for the same day booked me like four for the same day and helped two of them that same day. I was like, this is gold, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy because it it broadens your horizon. It it allows you to reach farther to help more families and it allows you to leave more of an impact too. You know, like think about, think about the person that you're trying to recruit that can't leave their house. You know, think about the person that just needs an opportunity that, 
wants to be able to try to do something different. That's the main reason why I wanted to try this at first, because I knew that the way that people were looking to work was going to completely change, right? So if I couldn't be the leader that could show them how to do it, I, that ended up completely limiting me on everybody that I could help open up the eyes of, of this opportunity to. So now I'm able to talk to, um, you know, single parents that cannot leave the house or caretakers or people that have very strict schedules, people, students for that matter, that just need help dialing and they want like, you know, like I'm able to help so many different people introduce them to this opportunity now because of what this thing has done for me. And it allows you to be able to just expand your reach and broaden your horizons to doing whatever you need to do. If that makes sense, you know, you can go anywhere now and all from your own backyard. It, it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It, it makes so much sense, man. Thank you, man. Uh, one, you want any, any last thing, any last piece of advice, you know, um, you know, for me, it's always for new agents. Um, any, any last piece of advice for new agents that may be um, looking to, to, to do virtual right out of the gate um, versus going in the field? Any, any, anything on that? I, I've heard differing opinions on this and you're going to hear everything different from everybody. Um, the biggest thing I would tell you is just, if you're going to pick one, stick with one, like, cause every one of them needs time. Right. Um, yeah. I th in my personal opinion, I think the experience in the field helped me whenever it came to underwriting. Um, yeah. but you may be a complete natural on the phone. You may be able to pick this thing up, no big deal. And just boom, boom, and then go, who am I to tell you, you can't do that. Right. So whatever you do, stick with it for at least 90 to 120 days and then reevaluate because you, while you're still like starting this thing out, like I'll use me, for example, whenever I first got started in this thing, I sucked. I only helped five families in one month, like my first month out, I got my license quick, but I sucked. Like it was bad. Second month, I helped seven families, right? It wasn't until that third month that um, I actually started helping like 20, it was 21 or it was 20 families. And then the fourth month after that is 24 families. So I had to wait for things to click and I had to keep my mind clear of any preconceived notions or any opinions that I would personally develop. So the biggest thing I would tell you is don't develop an opinion. You're too young to develop an opinion. You can't do that yet. Don't take that as insulting. Take it as educational. You don't have an opinion yet until you've actually done this thing long enough to develop an opinion. How long is long enough? Well, how long does it take you to get to hundred appointments? How quick can you get there? You know, like what, what does that look like for you? I don't know. How often are you speaking with the person that brought you into this thing and introduced you to family first life? You know, like, you know, Grady says it best to so keep them close to the fire. How close to the fire are you intentionally getting? You know, like there's so many different variables in this thing. Like, but the biggest thing I could tell you is like everything that everybody's pouring into you or the, the people that um, the people that you're clinging close to and the people that are actually doing things that work, cling close to them and do exactly what they're doing. Because I guarantee I would not be where I'm at right now without having an open ear and an open mind to people like Brandon Kitchens, Mike Curry, Brody Poppy, all the like Jake Conan, all these different people that have completely influenced my business that they may not even know. So just keep your ear open and keep your opinions open. Like what you thought worked probably may or may not work if you're not getting the results that you want. So don't develop an opinion. Um don't develop an opinion yet. Put it that way. Put some time behind it before you can develop that opinion and just stay humble and listen. Don't be afraid to change things up. Man. I, I go on that, forever. I need to stop. No, nah, you good, bro. I think, I mean, that's great. I mean, great, great, great nugget, man. And, and so any new agents that's out there, you know, take, take this information for what it is. 
um, and, and allow, you know, uh, Daniel and myself to just be one or two of the, um, of the people that are influencing your business at this time. Um, because again, I, would, I wouldn't be who I, who I am if it wasn't for people like Stephen Yee, Dominique Rogers, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Paul McClain. Matt Smith, you know, you know, um, people like that, that, that I've kind of built my style, you know, uh, from as well. And, and that's all, and that's all we do here. You know, everybody here at Family First Life, we go, well, not everybody, top producers, we produce on a, on a high level. Right. And then we just yeah. share with you exactly what we did. That's it. Mm -hmm. And then you take what you like, leave what you don't make it your own and, and then, and then just continue moving forward. But man, I just want to thank you again for, uh, for breaking us off today. Appreciate you. Um, and, you know, can't wait to uh, see you soon. You know, I'll be in uh, South Carolina tomorrow. So I'm definitely going to be getting with you while I'm down there um, as well. Man. Me up, man. And, yeah. And then everybody else, Hey, thank y'all for taking time out um, for the family first life sky point sky the limit call today. Hey, let's take this information. Let's take these nuggets that Daniel has dropped on us today and go and go out and have a massive week of protecting families um, and see if we can go protect more families than we've ever protected before. Um, and hey, until, until next week, we'll be seeing y'all again. Appreciate you. Sky's the limit. Let's keep, let's keep pushing.